When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, Charity. Hi, Mark. We are even closer to our favorite time of the year. All Hallows Eve. Everybody kind of really liked the uh, just fun episodes. We got to do more of those. We do have to do more of those. I like the little bits where we just mix them in and just, you know, don't just say one whole case. We just talk about a bunch. Those are fun. I love it. I do, too. I love this show. It's like my my creepy outlet. It's like our little outlet. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I want to see some ghostesses. Like real ghostesses this time of year. I love that. I don't want to see real I'm going to will them to Mark. I don't want to see any of them. Yeah. Let's do it. No, especially because as soon as I get done here, I'm heading to the other studio. Oh. So let's stop talking about freaky stuff. I have, I have I my know. sage in the car I, if you I, want I, it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I've offered my sage to him on many occasions and he never takes it, guys. I would even sage him for himself before he goes. I knew this was going to turn into a sage thing. As soon as you say said that, I knew that was I'm coming, just looking so. out for your well-being, Mark. You really are. I, I appreciate am. you. So I heard that you have a fun segment that we haven't done in a while. I do, but we're going to keep... I want to talk a little bit about my hiking first. Oh, that's right. I forget. Charity likes nature. Yeah. I posted some stuff on the crime creep. Oh, my God. Those leaves were absolutely gorgeous, guys. Vibrant. I did see them. I did. I did put them in the uh, best of the week. Or Sunapee, I guess Mount Sunapee. Mount Sunapee. Yeah, we hiked up that. That was really nice. It was fun. Some fresh air is good for the soul. You should try it. Nah, Mark. Let's go hiking, guys. Do you want Mark to go hiking with me? No. Nope. The on, last Mark. time I went hiking, uh, I went hiking. Let's see. It had to be twenty years ago. I climbed Mount Escutney. Oh, which is huge. Yeah, it is. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I realized that I don't like hiking. I don't, well, I don't love, like, I don't like um, real rocky hiking. I'm not into that. That's a scutney. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like, like, having to grab and blah, blah, blah. I don't like, especially since since I've broken my ankle, I'm, I like to watch my footing. So I like, you know, like, ski mountains are good to hike up because they're not overly rocky usually. Or just outdoor hikes I like. Yeah, well, I've watched the... Uh the show that they do on Animal Planet where they follow the, oh what do you call them? They're the animal officers in the state of New Hampshire. Yes. Uh, what's it called? I can't believe I, I'm completely losing it. I forget. The Fish and Wildlife, they follow them around. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that show. I know. That one fun. is cool to see, especially because I, I, 
A, I've seen people that I know personally multiple really? times on that show being like, arrested for like fishing. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. They, they, one of the guys that they follow around was this, he's like a sergeant now. I think Bronson does Claremont area. So it's like, now we're pulling up onto Cat Hole Road. And it's like, wow, I used to party up there in high school. Like, oh I know exactly where this is. And we're pulling here. And you're like, That's all of a sudden, funny. You, you see, and it's like, hey, I didn't know my friend from high school had a starring role of being arrested. This is awesome. Oh, wow. Do you like oh. reach out to them after and say, hey, Congrats no. on your congrats on your TV debut. No, I don't really talk to a lot of the well, people. Well, they probably I end up have to, to sign. School is. They no, because they end up blurring their faces out. Oh, but okay. You can tell who some of these people. Oh, are. that's kind of cool. They blur some of them. They don't others. It's fun to see. So you're hiking. Is it going to be a new uh, new charity segment every week where we get to see and hear your hiking expeditions? Because you were off. I was enjoying off the Northwoods for a while. A while, yeah. We uh, lots of hiking. Lots of hiking. The leaf peepers down here are pretty much almost done because yeah. our leaves are almost gone. Yeah, they are. It comes and goes so quick, but if you can catch it, it's so pretty. Up in the White Mountains, they have the Artist Bluff, which is absolutely yes. gorgeous. I saw pictures the other day of the line of people just to climb up it. Oh, yeah. So it's like one up, one down, one up, one down. Yep. And there's just people everywhere. Yeah. It, it's How is that even remotely fun? I mean, if you, I don't like waiting in lines. Personally. And then I saw posted on one of my friend's Facebook page a picture that they took of these idiots on the side of I-90 pulled over with a whole bunch of people because there's some pretty scenic spots on the Mass Pike heading oh, yeah. out in western yeah, yeah. Massachusetts. Like right on the interstate taking pictures. Pulled over, walked to the other side of the road where you oh, get the cliffs my and stuff. God. It's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, the, don't do that kind of leaf peeping, guys. <laughs> don't do anything that can get you killed. That's not good. <laughs> People just crack me up sometimes. They're like, but officer, but did you see the leaves? I God, mean, I, a picture. I mean, yeah, the officer would be like, yeah, I see them. You I almost not, died. <laughs> I have not pulled my camera out to take landscape pictures this entire season or flown my drone yet. Oh, you're desensitized to the beauty mark. I just, I'm so busy doing all other my other stuff. photography stuff. I don't even have time. I don't have time to stop and smell the roses, Charity. Well, you should because it's gorgeous, as the, as they say. It is. Sometimes I'll, I'll see a picture and I'll be like, oh, I should have done Right? Something. I know. I know. <sighs> see, it's what happens. It was a little cold up at the top at the summit. A little bit cold, by the way. So, uh, the the heat situation in the house is still <laughs> poor Kristen not on oh oh sorry to interrupt you but when I saw her and you weren't with her yeah when she brought um her very handsome son in for a haircut um I didn't form her about um how did she bring this up to you <laughs> she mentioned something yeah, yeah. I don't how, know what, how you yeah how you compared our different um. Massachusetts accents. Yes. And that she was. She came home hoodie. and she was like, Am I a hood rat? Is hoodie. that what you're trying to say? Hers was more hoodie and mine was more. What did you, what word did you use? I don't remember. More like ritzy or whatever. I don't even know what yes, you said. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I told her that. Yes, she did so, say that to me. Kristen should be listening more often because, well, it, actually, maybe not because it might cause a riff in she No, knows. she don't really care. She doesn't. I know. Nah. But it was funny. The other. She, I did she bring came it up. Home, she's like, so apparently I'm a hood rat. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? I go, yeah. Do you want to hear what Mark said about our accents in one of the episodes? <laughs> and I told her, yeah, I did. When, it, when it's something really important like that, guys, I do pull Kristen aside and I tell her. Just well, so you guys know. you should tell her to turn the heat on in this house. It was just Kristen's birthday, by the way. Lots of uh, October birthdays. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so she likes it cold. That's all right. Yes, she does. Well, she's saving the monies for you guys. I actually got her a Barbie doll for her birthday. <gasps> okay. I saw that when I walked in. Yes. Tell the people what it is. I didn't look at the front. I got to look at the front. So she, Kristen, is a, a an aficionado of music. She loves all things music. Yes, she does. Um, her ex-husband was in a big band at one point where and they were successful and all that stuff. She's awesome if you want to do musical trivia because oh, she's yeah, like she the hidden gem. But she loves anything music related and all of that stuff. And she was actually a singer herself. Yep. Um, so I saw this and Barbie had just put out a limited edition Tina Turner doll. <laughs> and awesome, as soon guys. as I saw it, basically I was like, I got to buy this. Yep. I don't care 
if she's not a day over 20. How did, how did I'll that? Never, I'll never say her real age. Kristen's like a 22-year-old girl. She is. How? I want to ask a question, though. How did you know that the limited edition came out? Like, how, where did you hey, see that? I saw it shared on Facebook somewhere, and I was sitting with my buddy, and my buddy's like, I'm going to order this for my wife. And I was like, what is it? And I looked, I was like, dude, that's awesome. So I ordered it, and it's basically, she's dressed in the, the Barbie doll's dressed in the outfit of the What's Love Gotta Do About It video. No, oh, with the, that cool wig she had yep. on. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it is phenomenal. And Did we have a it? lot of those little Funko Pops of different cool stuff here, too, that we like. Yep. So, yeah, she loved it. She is just like snap pictures and she's like, I don't care that I'm a 22 year old girl. Like, I'm putting this out there. <laughs> she's going to love the fact that I called her 22. Yeah, she way. is. She's going to love it. All the people that know how old I am are like, there ain't no way you're with a 22 year old. <laughs> you never know. No, but she absolutely loved it. I was a little nervous about it because I know she loves music and I know she loves that and I know oh she my loves God. Tina Turner oh, and yeah. all of that stuff. But at the end of the day, I gave my beautiful girl a Barbie doll. That's awesome, though. I gave her a bunch of other stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, but you know that's something she's interested yeah. in. That's being a, a good, a good fiancé. She uh, she had a very um, Duran Duran heavy birthday, because that's her favorite band. So I got her a bunch of cool Duran Duran stuff. That's awesome. Apparently, I didn't pay much attention, because I got her some of the same stuff she's already <sighs> got years before. But I was but like, you now know. you have, too. Aren't you lucky? Yeah, so great. But no, it was fun. Um, This month has flown by. Yeah, it has. Can you believe that we've been doing this for well over a year now? I actually kind of look back and it it hit me when you had said like, oh, we should do a Halloween live show. And I was like, yeah, I mean, we just did a live show. And I was like, wait a minute, the last live show we did was, you know, Halloween. Yeah. On the main page. We've done the the movie thing. We did the other one with Brittany and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I was like, the last actual live show was then, and it's like a year ago now. Yep. It's hard to believe. Like, this this has been a ton of fun. It really has been. I enjoy it. I'm still not ready to quit it. Nope. I'm not quitting you. Oh, you know what, Mark? Excellent. I'm not quitting you. Good. I'm glad. All right. So all that that fun, fuzzy, lovey-dovey stuff out of the way. Like, yep. Let's talk some uh, debauchery here now. I have. I'm Someone. so excited. Triple D's, baby. Yes. That's yes. uh, dimwits, dipshits, and douchebags for it those sure who are not is. informed. I'm going to start out with a, just a little tiny tidbit of one that's Halloween related just because we're in October. Absolutely. This one's pretty good. <laughs> I like when you get excited. <laughs> I still have my all-time favorite one with the people that were snorting the ashes of somebody. Oh, that's can still- you do that? Yep. That's still to this day. That is a good one. Like you are basically a cannibal, sirs. I'm just like, (laughs) you're basically, they thought they were getting high. (laughs) I love it. So good. So gross. But I, 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 if you go back and find that episode, people and listen to it, listen to it. The excitement in my voice was still to this day. I get so excited about it. Triple D's are like, I remember when I texted you and said, I have a, a segment idea, but you need to come up with the name for it. Yep. Like that Triple D's is the baby that started our segments. Like we didn't have yeah. segments before Give Triple D. Give me the D. D. Yeah. Yeah. We had some fun back in the day. We're like <laughs> so young good. kids over here. All right. So here we go, guys. A 19-year-old Nebraskan man was pulled over Halloween of 2017 for speeding it was quickly realized by police that he was drunk driving. Oh, I I don't have any love for the drunk drivers. So he was arrested for DUI. In an odd twist, the man was still in his Halloween costume. Oh, boy. Guys, he was dressed as a breathalyzer. (laughs) Equipped with an arrow pointing to his crotch that said, blow here. You can't write this. (laughs) I wonder if he manifested his own arrest. I have seen this outfit before. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It has not been one that I have been uh, able to like talk myself into wearing. Right, right, right. As much of an outgoing person as I am and all this stuff, like I hate dressing up. I hate all that yep. stuff. I hate attention on me. I really do. But it's just like, oh, I love that. The I got I to gotta hear more. You've got me enthralled because this... Dimwit, yes, has oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For triple well, D's this again. dimwit's like the dimwit, like at um Christmas time that puts the um 
mistletoe above their crotch. You've yeah, seen I those like guys. That one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get the belt that holds that later yeah, for the next be- year. <laughs> yep. I want it's, that. A, it's pretty equivalent. Anyways, yeah. let's get on to the next one. A Tampa, Florida name, man named Corin Woods felt left out of his friend's group, Mark. You see, they were planning to rob a bank and he wanted in. They agreed to let him help. So like he was, he was like, guys, if you're robbing a bank. It's not fair, man. I want to like, join. So, like, why would you not even ask me and give me the chance to say yay or nay? Because that's right? rude. Like, am I not as, as How good friends? rude. So rude. Halfway through the robbery, they started to freak out because it was taking a little longer than they expected to get like the goods. They fled the bank as quickly as possible as to not get caught. Allowing Corin to come along proved to be a very bad idea. So apparently it's not that his friends group didn't want him to be involved. They just knew their friend very well, I think, and knew that it was not a good idea. You see, as he ran off, Corin accidentally dropped his gold grill. Oh, no. (laughs) A grill that only fit his teeth. (laughs) Police were able to locate him quickly and arrest him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He dropped his grill. Sir, why did you bring your gr- your grill to a robbery? Right. Why was it like, Did it, it didn't fall out of your mouth. You must have taken it out of your mouth and put it in your pocket, you know, so you could put your grill back in. Because here's my thing. You don't want to weigh your grill to a robbery because people be like, it was the guy with the grill who did it. Yeah. Right. The so he must, grill. he must have put his gold grill in his pocket. And then oh. as he was running out, he dropped it. So I think... That his friends group probably should have listened to their instinct. Yeah, I think so too. They'd probably be out there still. But now they're all in jail. Ha ha. Bunch of dipshits. I wonder if they let him have his grill in jail. Probably not, right? I would say no. Yeah. No. And nobody else can wear it but him because it's molded to his teeth. So it's like, it's a grill that's just sitting around somewhere now. Yep. It's a rotten grill. It's probably in police evidence. I love this. It's probably a grill. Actually it was because it was part of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, a man from Springfield, M.O., named Dustin Burns, was on probation for violating a restraining order. He was not happy about wearing an ankle bracelet, Mark. Oh, you know, I, I like bet. all the tracking and the such. He was yeah. not a fan of that. Like, he didn't like the police could know where he was all the time. That's just rude that they made yeah, him wear that. Like, like why would you do that? Like, I, I want to rob things. Why can't when I have right? this on? That's just so rude. He figured out how to remove it successfully without breaking the circuit. Oh, my God. He was so proud of himself, he decided to make a little tutorial for other criminals so they too could remove their own ankle bracelets. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh. He just wanted to give back to the community, Mark. I don't know what the problem is. That was like my dad's sigh. Like, oh no. <laughs> Hold on. He wanted to reach the masses. So he posted his little tutorial on his Facebook. The video went viral and off to jail he went for breaking the law once again. <laughs> This is a douchebag. I'm leaving while you're laughing. I am not cutting your laughing. out. That one really got me because he literally wanted to share his knowledge with other criminals. He he was so proud of himself. I know you like me and you want to get out there and still party, but you got this ankle bracelet on. I'm going to show you today how you can get out of there. You know, Oh no! Go the, cause more crime. The video is out there. You can watch. I'm going to find it after this is over. I'm going to find. It. I suggest everybody does. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Here's the next one. These ones are really my mouth hurts from laughing. These are really good. I found some really good ones. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you because I just, as I say, always. Sometimes just, they come to you. They do, and just as I think there are no more. Bam. Boom. Boom. There they are. Yep. Um, I had no idea this was a thing, but rumors have said that using Play-Doh on security tags could stop the security tags from working. Did you know that, Mark? I don't think that's true, but... 
I don't think it's true either, but there's rumors that say it does. And um, a Massachusetts man, <laughs> I hate to say, gave this technique a try and successfully stole a bunch of items with security tags being undetected. Oh. Yeah. Um, his one mistake was <laughs> he left some Play-Doh behind. Play-Doh that had a perfect imprint of his fingerprint. <laughs> Oh, my God. Police simply ran it and found out it belonged to Dennis Jackson, a man that also had two warrants out for his arrest in two other states. Dennis was arrested for using Play-Doh for illegal purposes. What are you in for, Play-Doh? I left my fingerprint on some Play-Doh and they caught me. Why wouldn't she wear gloves? I don't know. I don't understand. People are not smart, Charity. If anything, this podcast has taught me. People are not smart. These people are great. They are. I have one last one. Okay. I'm, I'm enjoying every okay. minute of this. So, 35-year-old Megan Mondaro and 31-year-old Seth Thomas, a couple from Florida. Of course. <laughs> were riding their bicycles at night. They were riding erratically. and did they wear their sunglasses at night? Oh, they might. I don't know. I wear my sunglasses. Any chance to sing, night. guys? Any yep. chance? I try to sing at least once an yeah. episode. Because I can't sing and it um, drives everybody nuts. They were riding erratically and uh, didn't have any lights on their bikes to alert others that they were on the road. Okay, so they were being Ill- highly illegal. Yeah, dangerous. A deputy witnessed them almost running into a car on the road. So he stopped them immediately. It was obvious these two were very impaired. The deputy knew he had to take them in. They were both very feisty trying to resist arrest, but their efforts didn't prevail, and they found themselves in the backseat of a patrol car. Right where you belong. Well, it didn't stop there. These two weren't going to let a little ride in a cop car ruin their night out. No. God, no. Um, They simply started to remove all their clothes and attempted to have sex in the backseat on their ride to the police station. I like where their mind's at. I mean, you can't blame them for trying. Maybe they were like thought the officer or peeps passing by wouldn't notice. Unfortunately for them, it was noticed. Yeah. Megan was charged with DUI, exposing herself, unnatural and lascivious act in resisting arrest. Did I say that right? Lascivious? I close enough. I love that. Her man friend, Seth, was charged with DUI. Threat against a public off official and showing his junk in unnatural and lascivious act. I don't see a crime here. You can't have sex in public, Mark. It's not okay. I may have clicked that tab on the on the internet's before. And they can't and they can't let the naughty bits all over the back of the cop car. Oh, I mean, if nobody really sees it, I mean, I mean. But they did. Well, That's the problem. No, like, pe- passerbys. They were in the back seat. You know, you're a truck driver. That's like saying, oh, I see lots of oh, things. Oh, yeah, we know. That's like saying that uh, if I buy a candy bar and I eat it before I get home, did I really ever have a candy bar? Or does a does a um, bear poop in the woods if you don't see it? Right? Yeah, it Come does. Got to roll with it. Like any yes. excuse I can have to not get blamed for eating it, that's... That is what it is. I guess. I mean, like, I get that that's illegal and you don't want anybody under age seeing it, but I'm down for that one. Oh, okay. Those so, ones are high five and geniuses right there. Okay. Well, you heard it, you heard it right here on Case Watch. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> oh, I love it, Charity. Mark, I have a little, like, just a little story that, um, a little news okay. snippet that- um, Usually I do the news. What's that up? That are actually our friend Tiffany Hammond- uh, she's a crime creep. She sent this to me a little up, while Tiff? ago, and she said, we just had this in the county next to me. Oh, this boy. is right up your guys' alleys. All right. I'm going I'm just going to read it because I just feel like it's important. Well, breaking news is important. It sure is. So this came from um, the NewYorkPost.com. This is the article she sent me. And I'm just going to read you, before I read the article, I'm going to read you what the article's about. Oh, boy. Woman, allegedly decapitated lover- while high during sex and hid his body parts. <sighs> Are you ready? Oh, no. Yeah. So a 24-year-old Wisconsin woman allegedly killed and dismembered her lover during a drug-fueled sex session, dumping his head and penis in a bucket and his legs in a crock pot. Ugh. The brunette seductress, Taylor Shabus Shabusness. 
I don't know. Then allegedly told police that they were going to have fun trying to find all of his organs. WBAY reported. Oh, man. The mutilated victim in the ghastly crime Thursday was a 25-year-old Green Bay man whom investigators have not identified. On Tuesday, Shabiznis made her first appearance in Brown County Court via video conference on charges of first-degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault. Taylor Shabiznis allegedly killed and dismembered her lover, Green Bay Police Department. Look at her. Totally normal-looking. Did you find it? I'm looking it up. Yeah, oh I had my to. When God. I hear it, when I hear about a decapitated penis, I have to I have to go check it out. Prosecutors said the sexual assault charge is for acts that took place after the man was dead, WBAY reported. Police were called to a home on Stony Brook Lane about 3.30 a.m. February 23rd by a resident who reported finding her son's head in a bucket. Oh, my God. Oh, that's horrible. No. That's horrible. She said she made the shocking discovery after being awakened by a door being slammed. Oh my yeah, God! Not, not cool with this. Shabiznis, who investigators learned may have been the per- last person to be seen with the victim, was found at a home on Eastern Avenue, Eastman Avenue, with dried blood on her clothes. WBAY reported during a search of her van, police found a crock pot with human remains, including legs. Oh my God! According to a criminal complaint cited by the outlet at the mother's house of horrors. They later found the head and male organ in the bucket an upper torso in a storage tote, body fluid and knives. Wow. When asked about what happened, the suspect did reported, you say mind your business. <laughs> when asked about what happened, the suspect reportedly said, that's a good question. She told police she and the man had been smoking meth before going to his mother's house where they had sex using chains, according to WBAY. Too much work. She business and she had blacked out at one point, then went crazy and began choking her partner, insisting she did not mean to kill him, but enjoyed choking him. Oh, my God. Wow. She said police were going to have fun trying to find all the organs as she dismembered the body. She business stated all of the body parts should be in the basement, according to the complaint. Oh, my God. She business stated she used knives that she obtained from the kitchen of the residence and that a bread knife worked the best because of her, the serrated blade. Oh, my God. The woman said she did get paranoid and lazy and that she thought it was the dope that was making her paranoid. Oh, my God. Wow. Are you kidding me? She also said she planned on taking all the body parts with her. But again, got lazy and only ended up putting the leg slash foot in the van and she forgot the head, according to the complaint. She business appeared calm and said very little during her court appearance, only acknowledging she has the right to legal counsel. The woman, oh, she's, at least she's taking your? Yep. Yeah. The woman had recently been on probation and was supposed to be wearing an electronic Oh, Did modern she, she saw the post? video. Gosh, darn Uh-oh. it. The reason for her bro- probation was unclear. Assistant District Attorney Caleb Saunders called last week's heroin crime one of the most serious offenses we've had in this county in some time. I think the facts alleged, alleged are extremely concerning and disturbing and go to the violent nature and grave nature of the offense, he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A court commissioner set a $2 million cash bond during the hearing where she was ordered to make her next appearance in three weeks. Wow. Whoa. So I wonder what happened. This was back in February, it said? March? I'm just like, ow. Oh, my God. That's like whenever a guy hears about another guy getting kicked in the nards. Well, it also was like um, our really nice um, case we did where- the penis was voluntarily wanting to be cut off and they tried to eat it and it was chewy. Do you know what's funny is I thought about that. Did you really? I, I did. Once you hear that story, you cannot unhear it. Yeah. That is a very, head. yeah. So anyways, she totally saw that Facebook tutorial about the ankle bracelet. If that she, other guy should be charged as an if accomplice she hadn't in a penis seen that, being cut off. Yeah. If she yep. hadn't seen that tutorial, then she may not have been able to do I, the I horrific agree. crimes that I she allegedly. 100%. Well, I would like to thank um, our crime creep 
um, Tiffany for sending that to us because that is right up our alley. It's it really a, is. It's a horrendous, horrific, disgusting story, which is what we report here on Case Watch. So thank you very much. That's all we report. Yeah. Speaking of that, you probably have something just like that coming up right about now. So because, again, we're still in scary season. Hall, hall, Halloween. Holla ha, ha, at you, Halloween. 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 Love Halloween. I do, too. I love it. Which is weird because I'm one of the biggest sallies in the world when it comes to scary stuff. Yeah. He really is, guys. But Charity, to be completely honest, which, you know, I try to be on here. I'm also a ginormous fan of Christmas. Me too. Remember my picture I took with my big blow up Buddy the Elf in my front lawn last year? Oh my God, I forgot about I that. I took a selfie with him. I love Buddy the Elf. So Christmas to me, like I hate the cold and I hate all of that stuff, but you get that first snow. Oh, I love the first snow. And it's just like great. And you know, this first snow this year is going to be even better because I won't be driving a ginormous <gasps> truck. right. In, which makes me so happy. Let's see at the time. All right. So when this, this podcast comes out, I'll have one more day of so it will be a Wednesday. So my last day will be that next thir- that Thursday, the day after. Oh, I know. I've been driving a truck for 20 something years and I'm ignoring her holding up her, her Dundee award. I want to tell you, Casey, who gave me this Dundee award, it was just carelessly sitting off behind his computer screen, screen, a scream, huh? On the desk. It was on your side. It was on my side, but it was like carelessly, carelessly put between wires and stuff. Like Casey, I think you should like, Message him and complain about that. This is the Dundee Award for Best Creep Charity Case Watch. This should not be ignored. And and I just, I'm really upset right now. I'm going to make you take it home with you and just bring it back every day. You know how no. many times a, a day that thing gets in my way? Does it go, oh, hey, Mark, this is Charity. I'm the best creep ever. Yeah, it annoys the, the crap out of me, just like the real Charity does. <gasps> <laughs> Guys. Oh, you know it's a fake lie. It's fake news I just gave you yeah. right there. Anyways. All right, let's we sidetracked again. Let's let's, let's undigress. Okay. We are going to talk about murders inspired by horror movies. Oh, this is right great. up your alley. I love this. Right up your alley. You this is why I love doing a show with you because th- this is not something I would have even thought of. Like, right? Charity's like, let's talk about movies. Yeah. I want to do movies on Christmas that inspired killings next time. Yeah, we did some Christmas ones last Those year. Ones great. But yeah, we could do we could do the movies. That's a good one. I'll have to think of that segment too. I like it. All right. Remember the movie Interview with a Vampire? Yes. I love that movie. Most that is one of my favorite movies. your age movies. did. Lo- Oh, because of the dudes in it? Yes. No, that's not why. I just really love it because I'm fascinated I with vampires. I prefer those vampires as opposed to the sparkly vampires, which are the next generation. Yes. I am fascinated, though. I'm fascinated with them, and I wonder, do they exist? Did they exist? Nah. Why? Because you're too scared to think they might? Yep. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> the movie was based on the book written by Anne Rice and takes us through the turning of more than one human from the 18th century New Orleans to the 1870s Paris and finally San Francisco in the 1990s. It is a good movie. Tom Cruise's character loves being a vampire and enjoys all the evils he can bring to others. And he played that part really well. Yes. Whatever people might think about Tom Cruise as the person. Because he's done some strange things over the years. He is a great actor. I'm sorry. I think especially proved in this movie to me. I think he's a great actor. I do too. I really do. He turns Brad Pitt's character and the poor guy struggles with the killing of humans for blood. He becomes a character that you kind of feel bad for. You have an evil vampire versus a kind of good vampire. Right? And that's kind of what the whole likability of the movie is. You know? The movie dramatizes the vampire's lives and follows them through the ups and downs many times glamorizing the way they live no wonder someone who might already have some issues might think it would be cool to be vampire sucking people's bloods for fun without getting caught because they they can do whatever they want those vampires in that movie you don't like it i'll just kill you and suck your blood there we go whatevs i'm immortal in 1994 a man named daniel sterling and his girlfriend lisa stellwagen that's that's a really good last name. I don't know why. I just like that. I do too. They went on a little date to the movies. Guess what they went to see, Mark? Oh, I can only imagine. You guessed it. They went Interview to see the long-awaited movie, Interview with a Vampire. I took a girl out on a date to this movie. I bet you day. did. I bet you did. 
I, I certainly did. Do you remember any of the movie? Or did Not you much. sit in the back? I was pretty popular back Did you then. sit in the back? Young Mark was a popular Mark. Yeah. Now I never did that. Don't care. I never did that sitting in the back and all that stuff. I didn't, I wasn't into that. I always sit in the back. I don't I like sitting a, up front. I was a, um, a sports girl. Okay. I, I was I in the sports group. Yeah. I was, I was captain of my volleyball team and all see, that. Now well. that I'm older, I prefer to go to the, like there's a, there's a nice movie theater in Lowell that yes. we like to go to Yes, and it's got like reclining chairs and stuff like that. Yep. But then we go up to New Hampshire, go up to uh Smitty's and then like they have, you know, limo chairs and they actually oh. bring you, they feed you right there. Like oh. you get your, your meal right there. Like, love that. Hey, w- would you like some of these? And they're all movie inspired stuff. Yep. Would you like your Five Goes West cheese platter or yeah. your this or that? Like, it's great. Yeah. I haven't been in the movie theater in a long time. I haven't been since uh, the- Interview with a vampire? I'm oh, just kidding. God, no. <laughs> I haven't okay. been to since the world shut down. I don't like to say oh, that word yeah, in case yeah. they flag our podcast. But since then, I, I don't think I've been- No, I have not been back since then. Huh. Um, it must have been a normal run-of-the-mill date night because they saw the movie, went home, and went to bed, woke up ready to start their day the following morning. Right? Total normal. Yep, normal, normal. I don't think it is, but go ahead. That was until Daniel said to Lisa, quote, I'm going to kill you and drink your blood, end quote. Apparently, she thought he was just being silly, maybe because they had just seen a movie about vampires the night before. Huh. He was just joking with it's her. going into a weird spot. Just I being see this funny. Going to. He's just, he just was being silly, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, they had, maybe they had that joking type of relationship. But he wasn't kidding. And that very evening, Daniel stabbed his girlfriend several times. He then proceeded to drink her blood for not one, not two, but several minutes. Thank God Lisa did not die from this horrific act, but I'm sure was left terrified with PTSD. Right. Daniel was arrested and sent to jail for the attempted murder he had. And he had this to say. Are you ready? I certainly am. I was influenced by the movie. I enjoyed the movie. But I cannot sit here and blame the movie. At All least right. he took responsibility for his I, actions. I, I like that. And thank God she didn't die. The poor thing, though. Can you imagine? I wonder if she has a scar on her neck. Ew. But he, he stabbed her, though. That's true. Bite. Oh, if you're going to be, if you're going to be into this whole, you know, vampire thing, the vampires bite and they take do. the blood. They don't. They don't stab. Yeah, but they have to have those. those That's teeth. his problem. Oh. Figure it out. Oh, well, he did not commit fully, apparently. Yep. So, yep, that's why he's in jail now. Yeah. Yeah, he's in jail now. Sorry, dude. So, at least he, I like that he took responsibility, though. I do too. You, you got to have something yeah. for that. You got to say something good for that, at least. Um, so, here's another. I'm sure everyone remembers the original Scream movie. Loved it. Mm-hmm. It starred Neve Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, and Drew Barrymore, to name a few. Neve Campbell's character. Um, a targeted was targeted and terrorized by a killer known as Ghostface, the most freaky costume um, that became famous. We all know what Ghostface looks like. I oh, think. Yeah. Well, there have been many murders inspired by this film, and here is just one. Like literally many. It's creepy, creepy, creepy. Oh yeah. Seventeen-year-old Mario Padilla thought that the Scream movies um, one and two were amazing. And um, should have been portrayed in real life. He just thought like, oh my God, this is so cool. We should, this should definitely happen in real life. He was able to um, rope his 14-year-old cousin, Samuel Ramirez, in to help him. The two talked about their plans to carry out a murder wearing costumes and using voice changers. So no one would know it was them, right? (laughs) Wicked smart. Wicked. Super smart. It was said that Mario had even started terrorizing a classmate that resembled Drew Barrymore. Nice, huh? Sounds oh, like a yeah. nice guy. Yeah. The plan was to disguise themselves and kill Mario's mother, Gina. On January 13th, 1998, the two went to Gina's home, and while Samuel held her down, Mario stabbed his mother with four knives and a screwdriver. Before she died, Gina was able to, this is really sad, Gina was able to dial 911. Here is what she said. My son, he is 16. He just stabbed me. I'm bleeding. Oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, that's so sad. Part of the plan was money motivated. The two boys stole $150. 
of baptism money from Gina's one month old baby. So they only stole, it was only 150 bucks. Oh my God. The plan was also to kill Gina's husband, the infant's father. Thank goodness the police were at the scene before that happened. That poor little baby would have been left with no parents. The boys were arrested and confessed that they put the plan into place directly because of their obsession with the first two screen movies. It was also made known that if they hadn't been caught, they were planning to kill five more people. Mario had this to say. I have been watching television since the age of seven. It is ironic how people say, do not let your kids watch TV at that age because it really does affect them. All I would do is fantasize how to do things I could not do. Man, that's that's scary. That's he is basically sketchy. blaming TV for making him a killer. One that thought nothing of killing his own mother. Even though the cousins said the movies were the reason for the killing for the killing, when being interrogated by the police after their arrest, the judge decided that informa- that information was not allowed to be talked about in the courtroom. I'm wondering, Why? personally, I'm wondering if it was because he wanted them to get the harshest sentence for brutally murdering their very own family member, having no excuses being used to soften the blow. That's what I think, right? So if they brought that in was like, oh, they were obsessed with this movie. They, were obsessed. they would never have done this if they hadn't seen this movie and tried to use the movie. Yeah, but I'm obsessed with a ton of movies and I don't go out I and act that stuff I out. understand that, but if I can see how a defense I could twist that. I get what you're that. saying. They're trying so to, but. To me, I think that the judge was like, nope, all we're going to do is present the evidence of them killing the mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, Mario was convicted of first degree murder in five counts of conspiracy to murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Samuel, the cousin, was sentenced to 25 years to life. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. The blaming it. Uh, yeah. That aggravates me. You know, I don't know. We all watch TV. Well, it was like when um, the super graphic video games first yep. came out, right? Oh, I love Call or, of Duty. Or, going or back, I did back in the day. Or going back to even just, I mean, um, songs. Yep. Very, you know, um, graphic songs that have been out or, you know. Double music. Shut off that double music. Yeah, yeah the devil and exa- stuff like All that, that stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, people have been using this stuff for years and years and years to try to say that's why they did something that they did. You know, just take, at least like the first dude, take responsibility and say, yeah, I liked the movie or I liked the song, but I'm not blaming that on why I tried to kill somebody or killed somebody. All right. Well, we can't all live in this world where we can't do or say anything because there's impressionable people. Right. Because no matter what, if it wasn't a TV show or if it wasn't a movie, it would have been something else. Oh, how many times did we hear this guy, you know, idolized his friend so he would do anything he said. Well, they're impressionable people. It's whether they're impressioning after their friend yep. um, or a TV show or a movie. It's just all ways to blame on other stuff. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad that I agree. Yep. I'm so glad <laughs> oh, by you the way, did you see? On- did you see what I put what I what I commented on in the um I I put your name on the case watch crime creep group? I did, but I forgot now. Julia would like me to tell you. Yes. So our Christopher with a K, um, he tagged both you and me. Yeah. And um, it's it's a it's a picture and it says when you mad but still fixes plate and it's spaghetti and instead of um, parmesan cheese on top of it it's comet. Still looks pretty good. So I said no worries and I tagged you. Mark won't be upset. Looks like this could be just a crime of passion. <laughs> Sorry, just just thought I'd throw that in there. Anyways, uh, let's. I'm get actually on. gonna Christopher. Thank you, because I'm gonna go get spaghetti on my way to my other. Job. Oh, you got him thinking. Yep. There we go. Okay, ready. Next one. The original Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1984. The villain Freddy Krueger had a nasty appearance with a burned face, freaky eyes, and of course those scary knife fingers. Mm-hmm. Freddy's claim to fame was to show up in your dreams and kill you. Promote prompting teenagers in the movie to try and stay awake as not to die. Of course, I must admit that the original nightmare on Elm Street did freak me me out out. as a kid. It did. It freaked me out as a kid. Not, not so much Freddie himself. Cause that sort of thing, like someone looking scary doesn't really get me, but the idea of falling asleep, being chased, tortured and murdered by a crazy person in a dream sequence that freaked me out. Yep. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what if that like, 
can really happen. You know, like in my kid head. It's a great horror movie idea, though. Yeah, it is really, really good. It freaked me out for many a years. Yep. Um, Saray London. I don't know if I said Saray, right? S-U-R-R-E-Y. I'm sure I said it incorrectly. Sounds like Surrey. Uh, Surrey, London. Okay, that sounds better. Resident Daniel Gonzalez loved this movie. And as soon as he saw it, he felt he was destined to become a mass murderer. Okay. Mm-hmm. He became even more inspired when he saw Freddy versus Jason in 2003. Shortly after he saw this movie, he put his crazy horror movie dream into action. Daniel used a hockey mask just like his buddy Jason and carried more than one knife, just like his hero Freddy's fingers, and went on a killing spree September 15th, 16th, and 17th of 2004. The 24-year-old crazy man, full of drugs, successfully murdered four elderly people, stabbing them to death, and tried to kill two more people in London, Hampshire, and Sussex. Sussex. Here's a sick thought. Oh, boy. I wonder if he chose elderly people because he knew he couldn't take on someone more of his age and size. Coward. That's yeah, what I think. I Loser. Think you're, I think you're right there. Ugh. Makes me sick. 76-year-old Derek Robinson and his wife, 68-year-old Jean, lived in Highgate and were his first victims. And next was 73-year-old Marie Harding of Sussex. And then lastly, 46-year-old Kevin Molly of Tottingham. All of four of the all four of these people were just going about their business, suddenly being bludgeoned to death. Sixty-one-year-old Peter King and fifty-nine-year-old Kumis Constantino were able to survive their attacks. Maybe maybe Daniel lost some steam after brutally murdering the first four innocent elderly victims. Right? Maybe they put up more of a fight than he thought. Loser. I hate people like him. The Freddy Jason wannabe was arrested and taken into custody. Here is what he had to say to police. Are you ready? Oh, I, I am ready. I watched horror movies and that all the time. Fantasy and not real and that. I just thought about doing it. Man, what would it be like to maybe Freddy Krueger or something like that? Just for one day. Oh, he just loved Freddy so much. He wanted to be him. Right. Why didn't he burn his face? Hey, yeah, totally didn't gonna commit. Go, you gotta go commit the whole way then. Totally didn't commit. Like, I, I like how you went right there. <laughs> yeah, loser. Daniel was diagnosed with schizophrenia before his days in court, but the prosecution accused him of trying to convince healthcare professionals that he was insane to avoid murder charges. On the flip side, it was made known that Daniel's mo mother, Leslie Savage, had written to Britain's National Health Service for help saying this. Does my son have to commit murder to get help? Please, please help me. This is very urgent. Here we go again with this mental health issue. Right. Seems as though his mother knew very well the severity of his issues and tried hard to get him the help he needed before he did something irreversible. Like, that's sad. And he's of age, so she could only do so much, right? See, Unless this is the double-edged sword right here because we talk about it right? all the time when we say... You know, their parents must have known. Why didn't they try to get help? Well, here's what happens when you, you do try. Nothing still happens. Yeah. So the NHS did end up apologizing, saying they should have done more to help Daniel. After all, if he had gotten the help he needed, he may not have murdered anybody. Right. In 2006, Daniel was sentenced to life in prison, but he wouldn't be there for long. He committed suicide on August 9th, 2007 by slitting his wrist with a CD. What a coward. Yeah, but if he really was mentally insane, who knows? I mean, if you have a mother pleading to get yeah. him help, I mean, I don't know. I think there's more to the story than we know. Yeah, I, I, I can only comment. On, I can only comment on what we heard. Exactly, though. same. I agree. I agree. The, it, somebody who commits suicide after killing a bunch of people and now has to pay, you know, their penance for it. That to me is cowardice. I agree. I agree. Aggravates me to no end. So I have one last little. Little last nugget? Yeah. Um, hey, Mark. Natural Born Killers is a movie that has inspired many Great real movie. life killings. Great movie. In fact, the movie was loosely based on real events. In 1958, Charles Starkweather and Carol Ann Fugate were teenagers from Lincoln, Nebraska that murdered 10 people during a 10-day road trip. I actually want, think I want to cover that. 
Because I, like I didn't that. realize yeah. that. I knew back when it came out that it was based on, but I didn't never looked into it to find out what story it was actually based on. Mm-hmm. So Woody Harrelson's character was supposed to emulate Charles, who was the leader of the real life pair. And Juliette Lewis's character was loosely based on Carol. The two real life lovers murdered Carol's family before their road trip murder spree. The movie follows the same turn events. Looks as if fiction reflects real life and real life reflects fiction. I thought that was profound. Right? That was a good movie. I actually need to go yeah. back and watch that one. Profound and scary all at the same time, actually. So Natural Born Killers was released in theaters 1994 and was a blockbuster, to say the least. It was a movie that became iconic to many, but also disgusted by many. Some thought the entire plot in gory murdering mixed with a love story was just too disturbing to accept. I mean, for its time, it was definitely a shocker. Let's right. say that. You know what I mean? I agree. Let's talk about one of one, because again, there are so many copycats to this movie. I mean, I could have probably done a whole, <laughs> and I didn't realize because this was the last one I kind of like looked into. I probably could have done a whole episode on just copycats of natural born killers. It's scary. Maybe we'll do it sometime. Maybe. Let's talk about one of the copycat murders that came from this movie. March 5th in 1994 was a normal day for many, but for 18-year-old Sarah Edmondson and 18-year-old James Darris, it was a day that inspired them. The two got high as kites on acid and watched Natural Born Killers over and over throughout the day, becoming obsessed with the characters. They did this at Sarah's family's Muscogee, Oklahoma cabin. So they went up to her family's cabin, got high as kites, and just kept watching it over, fueling themselves from what it sounds like. Um, They must have done this to hype themselves up in excitement for their road trip to see the Grateful Dead perform on March 7th in Memphis, Tennessee. The two lovers happily packed up Sarah's car with their bags for traveling. Anything else they thought they might need, including blankets. Oh, and a gun. You know, just in case. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. Like, let's just check this gun in here. I mean, they're going to the dead, so. Yeah, you just don't know. Grateful Dead, probably one of the bands I wish I could have seen. I know. Oh, Touch of Grey. That song's at like a special spot in oh, my heart. Oh, does it give you the, the feels? It gives me the feels. Oh. It's such a great song. They took off on their trip driving along and decided to stop at Hernando in Hernando, Mississippi. While there, Benjamin used the gun, not for protection, but to randomly shoot a cotton mill manager named William Savage twice in the head, killing him. Wow. Yeah. He even took a chunk of William's clothing with him so he could savor the memory forever. Yeah. yeah. After killing William, back in the car, they went out traveling to Ponchatoula. Did I say that right? Ponchatoula, Louisiana. That's a really good name, even if I butchered it. I think you butchered it. That's fine. Somebody will correct me. A creep's a good like that. St- they stopped and stopped at a convenience store. This time, it was Sarah's turn to feel the rush of shooting someone. Patsy Byers was the unlucky lady working at the time. Sarah shot her in the neck, then fled the scene with her man. Oh, um, and also a bunch of goods they stole as well. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you, they had munchies probably. Right. They're going to see the dead. They're high yeah, as kites. They're totally hungry. The only problem was the shot to Patsy's neck did not kill her, but it did leave her paralyzed from the neck down, changing her life forever. I know. I know. Like a gift from the gods, a few months after the shootings, a teenager named Patrick Williams was speeding along and pulled over by police. Patrick was Sarah's ex-boyfriend. It was very angry about their breakup. I'm wondering if she was cheating on him with Benjamin. Oh. Yeah. So to like save himself from being pulled over because he was speeding- he spilled all he knew to the police about Sarah and Be- what Sarah and Benjamin had done. He told them about Patsy Byers' attempted murder. I can only imagine there was some bragging going on. They were clearly proud of what they had done. So I think they came back from the trip and they were because they were probably like, oh, no one's going to believe that we actually did this. Right? Yeah. And the ex-boyfriend was like, oh, really? Really, you biatch? Okay. I'm going to get a speeding ticket. Well, yeah. I'm going to send you to jail for life. Yep. The FBI was called in and Sarah and Benjamin were arrested. And it was discovered that not only were the couple responsible for Patsy's attempted murder, but they were also responsible for William Savage's murder. Sarah was charged with attempted murder and armed robbery. Robbery. That's good, Charity. Robbery. I like that. was a good one. Robbery. Yeah. I don't know why he did things like that. Armed robbery. I actually think it should be that. It kind of makes it cuter. Apparently, like I said, she stole from the convenience store as well. 
She was sentenced to 30 years in prison, but was released on parole after only 12 years. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I personally really hope she got the mental help she needed. Right. Benjamin was charged with William's murder and sentenced to life in prison. Sarah will be off parole in 2025. And Benjamin on the other, what? I, every time I hear the word, the name Sarah, there's this video that goes around on YouTube and I recommend everybody look it up. It's about this guy who's in a kayak and it's sinking and he goes, Sarah, Sarah, there's water in my kayak, Sarah. I will play it for you after. It is like, and I can't help it. Whenever the word name Sarah comes on TV, I do that. No, I do this out loud. Oh God, poor Kristen. Kristen loves it when I do it. Oh, totally. No, she hates it. Yeah, I'm going to ask her. She's going to be like, no, I don't like when Mark does that. You should just say that to her. Just go, Sarah. I wouldn't do that to my friend Kristen. Yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. You should just to see what she says. She'll be like, oh my God. He's gotten to you. He's... He's gotten to you. That's amazing. (laughs) It's the best video ever. All right, I'll have to look it up. So Benjamin, while he was in jail, received his bachelor's degree in Christian ministry on May 22nd, 2007. He is currently still in jail, but has asked for a pardon. I have to say that reading up on his prison life, it does appear that he has put a ton of work in to change the person he was at 18. I mean, honestly, he does a ton of work within the prison community and is continuing his education. To me, this is one of those situations where you wonder if a person really can change by putting in the hard work, you know, especially because they were just teenagers at the time. I'm not making it light, but he like, if you, if you read into this case, I mean, I could have wrote more about it. Like he really has put the work in on himself. He, he, in his pardon where he wants pardon in his letter. He basically says, like, I am not who I was back then, you know, and he's made his prison life as best that he as he can, as positive as he can from what it sounds like. I don't know. But on the flip side, Patsy Byers sued Sarah and Benjamin for her attempted murder, causing her to be paralyzed for the rest of her life. I don't I don't blame her, to be honest. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I couldn't see what the outcome was. I'm wondering if maybe they came to some sort of settlement. But maybe not enough, if so, because later down the road, Patsy also tried to add Time Warner to the lawsuit, saying that the filmmakers should have known that the movie could possibly inspire people to kill. Oh, come on. Well, here's the thing. The case was ultimately dismissed because the First Amendment protects filmmakers' rights for freedom and expression. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I feel horrible for Patsy. Me too. That is horrible to have to be paralyzed for the rest of your life just, just because you were working at a convenience store. Um, and I understand why she's so angry, and I understand why she tried to sue wh- whomever she. This could. is to me. This is that ugh, aggravates me. This is no different than getting in a car accident and then suing Ford. Right. It's no different than a criminal shooting you with a gun and then suing the gun manufacturer. Right. I mean, give me a break. Like I, I, if I die of a heart attack, Kristen can't sue McDonald's. True. Give me a break. At yeah. some point, let's take some personal responsibility in this country. It drives me absolutely berserk. Exactly. So I don't blame her for suing, trying to set, oh, sue. Oh, sue those but, people all you want. But the sad thing is, it's probably their families that had to pay, right? So No, more than likely, it was probably in case their, their rights got sold for a story or a book oh. or something like that. So I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay, because I know in some cases it's the family members like they have to sell their house, they have to sell this, this, that nah, because they, they were adults. Good, good. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, good. Well, on that note, I'm going to play the Sarah video for charity <laughs> as soon as we shut off the mics, and I want you guys to go watch a little movie called "Let's Go to Prison." Let's go to prison. Yep, it's a fantastic comedy movie, and I suggest everybody watch it, and we'll discuss it. I wonder if I've seen that. I don't know if I've seen that. You're going to have to watch it because it is hilarious. Uh, We'll see you on the next one, guys. Bye, guys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.